problem with big tech companies is that not only do they censor what you read, but they track what you do online. They track what you're searching for, the videos you watch and everything you click on. They use this data to serve you ads and they can match your activity to your true identity. Think about everything you browse, search for, watch, tweeted. They use this data and turn it into a product. The same big tech companies who are largely responsible for cancel culture are using your information to profit off it. That's why we use ExpressVPN, and you should do. ExpressVPN is a simple tool that protects you from big tech companies by hiding your identity and your online habits. ExpressVPN disguises you and prevents big tech from tracking your online activity and turning you into a product. Protect your privacy by going to expressvpn.com slash Callahan. Support this show, strike back against big tech, and keep identity thieves at bay. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. All right, a 31-year-old father of two is denied a new heart at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, and the anti uh, the pro mandate anti anti vaxxers cheer. They're they're thrilled with this. Um, um, Baseball Hall of Fame David Ortiz is in. Uh, Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds and Alex Rodriguez and Sammy Sosa is out. And Kurt Schilling is out. We'll try to make some sense of that. And Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage is not happy that Disney is casting dwarfs in seven in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. We'll try to make some sense of that too. On today's Callahan Show, brought to you by DCU. Whether you're buying your first home, your dream home, or looking to refinance the home you love, DCU may have the mortgage program to fit your needs and, more importantly, your budget. Their mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help remove the hurdles that can make it a difficult and confusing process. They'll bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today at dcu.org slash mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 466914. Insured by NCUA membership required. You know, you know, be a good day for you know what would fit nicely today, Carano. You've been uh, saving up these cuts, these clips of uh, crazy Karens. We need another term besides Karens. You know, these crazy pro mask fanatics, these lunatics who are in the mask cult or the pro vax cult, and. Every day, there's, there'll be a new clip of just someone going nuts, yelling at someone in a store, or in a restaurant, or out in the street, or in an elevator for not wearing a mask. I think I know where, I think I see these people on Twitter, on social media, because the story we're going to get to, the 31-year-old guy, DJ Ferguson, who's in Boston, fighting for his life, needs a new heart because of a hereditary heart condition, yeah. and they're not giving him one because he's not vaxxed. And that's you know, one thing, you know, you want to debate it. I was trying to get all the facts and get all the, 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 the medical reasons, pro and con. But then you look at the people who react to this and literally say, screw them, let them die. I mean, these are, these, this, is, this is one of the best examples, I think, of the, uh, the mass formation psychosis that Dr. Malone talked about with Joe Rogan that went so viral and people... Uh, debated it, and obviously the, the mainstream media went into high gear saying it, tried to debunk it. But it's one of those examples, and I know I know we don't like to compare things to Nazism and the Holocaust, and, but when you read about the Holocaust, when you read about Nazi Germany in the, in the late 30s and, and then during the war, you say, how did 
so many people go along. I understand you get one fanatic. It's like the question I asked about, you know, like Jim Jones. You got 900 people to drink Kool-Aid that killed them. Yes. Commits 900 people, reasonable adults, some kids too, but he convinced them to kill themselves altogether, you know, in, in the jungle. And you say, I could see you get two or three or even five or six, but 900? How did the Nazis get so many people to go along with this insanity, this, this brutality, this madness? And that was the, 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 the case uh, Dr. Malone was making, that this highly intelligent, highly educated population, as he said, went barking mad. They did. And you ask why. There's a book, uh, I got it right here, called Ordinary Men. Uh, it's about ordinary guys. <laughs> you know, fathers, husbands in Germany who uh, got, got, uh, joined the military and became part of the, uh, you know, uh, this just part of the killing machine. They, they, some of them, their, their job was to, to kill civilians, to kill children. And they were like, you know, shoe cobblers or something, or, you know, salesmen. And they became, joined the military and soon they were killing kids. You know, how did that happen? How did ordinary men become so insane? And again, we're not, I'm not ready to call these people Nazis or say they're even like these ordinary men who went and kid killed. But there are people, neighbors, friends of, you know, of ours who, you know, who live down the street or work together, who suddenly say, good, let this 31-year-old father, yeah, well, DJ Ferguson, let him die. Well, you and what... I were looking at the, the comments before we started recording, and it's amazing. It's not just one or two people it's like a whole it's a bunch of people who are so pro-vax and so anti-anti-vax that they see a father and you can look at his picture we got you know the the daily mail's got the story very comprehensive story he's got two beautiful kids got a wife he's got a father he's in the hospital he's hoping to get a heart and they're saying no heart for you yeah you can debate why DJ Ferguson doesn't want the with the with the vaccine, but he's got his philosophical reasons not to get it. If you can't get past that and say, okay, this is this guy's making a dis a decision I disagree with, but he's a father, he's a husband, he's a man, he's a he's thirty one. The heart's there. Here's where I have my big problem with these these lunatics, and uh, I don't know if you have the the story in front of you. I got it here. Yeah. Um, is they they compare them to alcoholics who exactly. don't get and smokers. livers. Yes, you know, like like Mickey Mantle. That's I right. I think he was taken off the list at the end of his life because he couldn't stop drinking. Or given a cigarette smoker, guy's been smoking three packs a day for forty years, saying we don't want to give him a new lung lung unless he uh, quits smoking. But I read this and I'm 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 dead serious. I don't understand what the vaccine has to do with the heart. You know, it's if you said not being vaxxed will ruin that heart so we can, just like <laughs> drinking will ruin that liver so if the if the heart is obviously yeah i'm looking at the numbers now the, the death rate of people transplant recipients who get COVID is like 20 percent. it's high yes it's a problem yeah and you would prefer if you're the doctor i understand this guy get get uh, vaccinated but, and we can hear from his father, he says he just doesn't believe in the vaccine. He's against it. And you want to see a guy standing by his principles? 
you're not going to find a better example than DJ Ferguson, who is lying in Boston in Brigham and Women's right now. I have empathy for him, but he needs to get that vaccine. Like if his if his choice is, it's just that's that's not a that's not a good choice. He's got kids at home. If his choice is to live or to die, because he'll die without it. Like there is right. a zero chance that he lives without without a new heart. He needs to take the vaccine. I mean, that's that is a he has hey, to think about but, his family. But, but, but he has to think about point. his kids. Here's my point. We're moving past that because. Uh, again, his father says he doesn't believe in it and he's standing on his principles. Okay. At what point, if you're the doctor, if you're his team of doctors and nurse practitioners, do you say he's not budging? And the next thing you do, next thing you have to do, if you believe that you're not going to give transplant hearts, new hearts to, to anti-vax people is let them down. Yeah, see, the, the Isn't system, that against yes, your, the, your, your, the, your system, vow, the system of your oath? the system of transplants is not set up well. So we, but that's a longer conversation, but I, I can see from a reasonable perspective, if you have, there's a limited supply of hearts and people, there are more people who need hearts than the supply will give. That's just the way that it works. And so at some point you do have to make a decision on who is, who will most likely live and use this heart and have a, a long-term life after it. So I understand that that decision has to be made. It doesn't mean I like it. And, and I, and the people in the comments, I hate, but I understand why the choice was made. If they well, actually I, believe I, I, the problem I mean, is with the COVID vaccine is you don't actually, we don't have enough data to really show us what will happen. So it's not, it's not a good situation. It's not a good call, but I, I understand why it's being made. But he's not, he's not budging. And, and it's remarkable. And I guess um, it's, it's hard to believe you're right. He's got his kids there with him, his wife. You can look at the, uh, I mean, you know, I would pictures, take it when you photos, you would take on, it. You know, taking walks and you're saying, why can't he just do it? Well, his father explains, he just doesn't believe in it. Okay. Now what your choice, you have one, you have two choices. If you're a, a human being, you know, is one is you literally say, let him die. But you're not Spoon. doing that. That's not the choice. Your choice is saying, let this other guy who has a better chance of living with the heart die. That's what you're yeah. saying. And, uh, and I, I mean, I, I guess I even consider that if he doesn't get a heart, another guy gets the heart and that guy lives. Yeah. Is it a matter of life and death for the other guy? I don't know. And, and, and is the other guy further down on the list because he's older a or smoker. maybe he's got other <laughs> underlying conditions? This guy would seem to be close to the top because he's, young and he looks otherwise yeah. he looks reasonably healthy he doesn't appear to be obese and um it is not again a a, a heart he didn't damage his heart because he of covid or because of you know he refused to take the vaccine yeah like you I mean that's why i think the analogy to the liver the guy with the liver the guy with the uh you know the, the lungs the guy who did the damage and and uh, i know we make people who destroyed their livers we make them stop drinking. And I forget the, is it six months or a year? They cannot drink before they, uh, they agree to give you an, uh, a liver. Um, so, I mean, I just think that analogy is flawed and they're using it to, right. to, to, to beat it, this it guy is. about the head and face. It is. Um, but it's clear to me that nobody on that side is going to give an inch. They're not going to say, okay, I don't uh, agree with them, but he's going to die. Yeah. And if he gets his heart with no vaccine, say he, he wins, they don't, they give him a heart. They don't get the vaccine. He doesn't get the vaccine. Is there like a, I, I can't find it here, but is there a, a much better chance that he dies from COVID? 
I know that we're we've got to the point where the vaccine just keeps people from serious illness or death. It doesn't stop the spread. It doesn't stop you from getting it. We've reached that point. But to me, the scary part is the the and we can we can read the some com- of the no, comments. The, the comments are absolutely sick. But this is the problem. Uh, socialism is a mental disorder because you're you're ultimately if you're a socialist, you are ultimately saying that I'm okay with state to steal things from people, to hurt them for my cause. And that's exactly that. So they're cheering this on. They, they, are, they are mentally sick. And, and we got some examples that we can play, but I do want to play the father, David Ferguson. And you can imagine how difficult it is. I don't know where his wife comes down on this. I don't see any comments from his wife, but, and his kids are young. Uh, but can you imagine being a loved one? And and there's pictures of him in his hospital bed, in his Johnny or whatever, yeah. his whatever his pajamas. Yeah. And he's hugging, um, he's he's hugging his kids. And uh, there there are people, there are medical professionals, nurses and doctors saying, "Screw him." Um, the the Daily Mail has uh, some of the comments, but um, and they and they literally say they literally compare it to uh, uh, the alcoholic. Yes. And, 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 oh God, there's a picture in the Daily Mail of him hugging his kids. I know. It's, just, it's, it's really tough. If you don't, if you're a human and you don't have compassion for this guy, you are, you, you're, a, you're terrible. You're a terrible human being. Oh, the people in these, in these comments, they're, they're, they suck. They're terrible people. <laughs> I mean, do you have, uh, pick me out a good one. I'm looking at the Daily Mail story where uh, they, I mean, they, they point out doctors and nurses um, who say, <laughs> screw them. Well, you got um, the occupied de- uh, Democrats. Oh, that guy, right. I, I, that I tweeted about the occupied Democrats. Did you say they took it down? It was, I, I grabbed a it, screenshot, but. It, uh, again, it, uh, just read any of the comments from the occupied Democrats. These are hardcore Democrats, big pro-vaxxers who are uh, ready to dance on his grave. DJ Ferguson is hanging in there at the moment, but once he uh, moves on, they will mock and ridicule him. Yeah. Um... <sighs> Uh, uh, we have a nurse. Talk. We have a nurse calling him a dummy, saying, "Give his heart to someone else, not to this dummy." <laughs> Actually, this is a good point. Um, uh, someone. This is a good point from one of the commenters on this Occupy Democrats post says, "So you don't believe healthcare is a human right?" I mean, Ooh. there you go, Occupy Democrats. No, they, these people don't. Be, these people don't believe the things they say. They believe in forcing into a particular, you know, to do to bend to their will. They don't. They don't care about humans and getting health care only certain humans do they actually care about uh these, these um, people are sick um let's let's listen to his dad who apparently i mean it's a hereditary heart condition i'm uh it sounds like his dad is struggling as well and it must be brutal to be his father but he gives his son credit for uh for standing on his principles let's listen to david ferguson father of dj it's kind of against his basic principles he doesn't really believe in it I'm sorry. There's not much. There's small snippets. Uh, I know I explained to you before the show, but he he just he he's struggling too. It looks like he has a um, he has something in his trachea, and and so his snips are his his cuts are like three seconds long. But basically, yeah, yeah he, he's standing up for his kid. And he right. He says, "My boy is." Uh, he says, "I think my boy is fighting pretty damn courageously, and he has integrity and principles. He really believes in, and that makes me respect him all the more. It's his body. It's his choice." Uh, Says dad, uh, well, that is true. It's his body and his choice. The question is, uh, is it the hospital's choice? And it obviously is to to give him uh, a new heart or not. 
I don't think he's going to make it, man. I no, just, no, there's, no. I, I, and like I said, I'm I'm sad about it. I but I think he, I really think he's making a selfish decision. He needs to think about his kids. Get this, get the damn vaccine. Get the jab and have a heart, have the heart transplant. Give yourself a chance to live and see your kids grow up. Provide for them uh, as they grow up. This, this is uh, Dr. Arthur Kaplan, head of medical ethics at uh, NYU. Uh, he he said that the uh, vaccination vaccine is the requirement for transplants because after receiving a new organ, patients' immunity systems are essentially switched off. Quote, yeah. the flu could kill you, a cold could kill you, COVID could kill you. The organs are scarce, and we're not going to distribute them to someone who has a poor chance of living when others who are vaccinated have a better chance post-surgery of surviving. So that's your point, that there are hearts out there uh, there, there People aren't enough it. hearts yeah. to, uh, the, the, the supply doesn't match the demand. There are other people needing hearts. Um, I don't know what kind of condition this kid is in right now. Again, you see him in the hospital. He's, he's obviously struggling, but wouldn't you love to just hear from him is you're going to die before you get this injection. Yeah. And the reason is you think that the vaccine could kill you. I mean, isn't that the right. reason most people are against the vaccine, particularly young and, and healthy people, because of myocarditis, they don't want to, it to cause swelling of the heart. But well, what? You're... How can you make that case if you're DJ Ferguson? I, I feel like somebody has to convince him. His wife, his children. I mean, the oldest kid. I don't know how old he is, but he looks. I don't know what's he look six or seven. Does he look in dad and say, Dad, you know, we need to do this. You need to do this. Yes. You need to give up. Uh, it, it just. To me, he's, it doesn't make any sense. He should do it. He's going to die without it. He should. And maybe he'll die with it, but he's going to die without it. It's just amazing to me. And, you know, you sound reasonable, rational. These nurses and other, you know, medical people say, guys. don't waste a heart on him. Screw him, this dummy. I mean, it's amazing the, the, the disgust they have for this guy when, I mean, we, we, you, you, deal with or you hear about you know whatever uh science not scientologist uh, uh christian scientists yeah, right. who don't believe you know don't get medical care for their kids and you think it's insane there are people who just believe certain things and they believe them strongly and this guy doesn't believe in the vaccine and maybe he gives his life we've talked about icons or or role models for the anti-vax people uh, you know aaron Rodgers or uh, kyrie irving or or joe rogan this is not a good one. I mean, hate to break it to, yeah. to DJ Ferguson and his father. You are truly standing on principles. You, I give you credit for that. You are a man of your word, a man of principle, but you got two little kids. Yeah, you got you to raise them. You got to raise your kids. And, and, and you can hate this medical community and this medical ethics guy. But you got to think of the kids, don't you? Isn't yeah, it, it in a way? Isn't it? A, he's going to die. In a way, I feel like if he were, you know, whatever, seventy years old and his kids were grown and moved, it's one thing. But you're, you're, those kids are with you every day in the hospital. They're sitting on your lap in these pictures. You will destroy them if. if that, Don't you have to do it for them? Yeah, you do. Yeah, if you're, if you have young kids, six, seven years old, and they didn't get to grow up with you and learn from you and and um and have a lot of time with you, they're they're going to be destroyed. There, there's always going to be a, a piece missing from them. I mean, you lost your dad, but as an as an older guy, and you still, I'm sure you still think of him all the time. Imagine losing yeah. your dad when when you're six or seven years old. The hole has got to be huge. And watching him die, and asking him, literally asking him, why, dad, why? 
why do you, why do you want to do this? Um, yeah, I, uh, occupied. Oh yeah, I do have the occupied Democrats, uh, tweet, which I think they deleted, but I have it here. It says a 31 year old father denied a heart transplant for refusing to get vaxxed because organs are scarce uh, and shouldn't go to someone with a poor chance of surviving when a common cold could kill you. Retweet if you support the hospital making the tough call. Like, why so even they get, do that? So they get 10,000 likes on this. Uh, and uh, how many? Uh, 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 like 2,000 retweets for people to support the hospital. Now, if you were to introduce me to the other guy, who is waiting for heart and will only get one if DJ Ferguson doesn't, maybe, you know, then I could hear that you make a good case as a human being. Sure. But if your case is he won't take the jab, screw him, let him die, which um, uh, is uh, is the case to, to, that a number of these people are making. Yeah. Um, and uh, just saying, you know, the hell with him. Wait, give it to someone else. Choices have consequences. I love that one too. Every time I tweet about January 6th, some trespasser getting, you know, five years in prison, Choices. they say, you know, uh, yeah, the consequences do the crime, you got to do the time. Well, choices have consequences. Well. And obviously, choices have consequences. Um, but <laughs> sometimes they're unreasonable. Sometimes they're, uh, uh, they don't fit the crime. Can we, uh, uh, can we make the comparison but with this Colorado? Uh, woman too. Well, that's a good one. Yes, I've seen these two interviewed. Uh, one is one is donating a kidney. That's right. To the other. Yes. Two friends. Well, I don't know if they're friends, but they are now. Yes. They're, they're, they got a relationship. Right. And this person with the kidney is specifically giving her kidney to this other woman. Lilani uh, and, Lutali is the uh, is the recipient. And the um the 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 hospital will not allow it because neither of them is vaccinated. Right. Now this one makes. Absolutely no sense. You can't, there's no, there's no principled argument behind that. You have one person own free will giving their kidney to another person. They know each other. It's not a scarcity situation where someone else is going to get this kidney. Jamie Fogner, the uh, woman who's giving up this kidney, she's not giving it to anyone else. She's right. only giving it to Lutali. And you're telling me because neither one of them are vaccinated that the hospital's not going to do that transplant. There is no defense for that. Zero defense. And, and and they're not. They're just flat out telling her, you know, we're not doing it. And again, I I understand if you're going to say, just take the jab, get the kidney, live, live your life. And in and I, I think that's reasonable. I think our family's probably doing that. You know, their friends are probably doing that. But she's not, they're not giving in. They're not agreeing so then what then you say let them die even though one woman who's donating the kidney is not going to donate it to another person it is insane um but again we're going to get to the insane point uh, insane part lots of people keep saying they keep saying you know we don't give livers to drunks to alcoholics i understand that but this guy didn't ruin his heart by being unvaccinated that's not what happened he didn't his heart didn't get ruined by the vaccine or not being vaxxed. So it doesn't fly. That is not uh, a, a apt comparison. It's not, it's not, it's not right. Um, but th- this guy's going to die, by the way, this guy's going to die. He's, I hope he gets uh, the vaccine. I hope he gets the, the, but when you think about it, he's already got to this point <laughs> where he's in the hospital, his heart's giving out, his kids are there, his wife's there, his father's there. And he's still saying, no, he's going to die. And, uh, and, and 
we're talking about heroes and role models for the anti-vaccinated. I think someone should make it clear to him that that's not going to happen. People are, are not going to hold him up as a great example of a guy who stood on principles. They're going to say, this guy's nuts. He's got little kids. Don't, don't do it, DJ. Don't yeah. do it. You've been through hell. Why would you want to, why'd you want to leave your kids without a father? That's not standing on principle. So I'm with you. I obviously would never say screw him. Let him no, die. No, of course not. Of course not. Uh, yeah. But it, it is amazing that these are doctors and hospital administrators who say that, you know, that's the guy and, you know, three B yeah, that guy, ah, screw, screw him, that guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, everyone's in the patient. He made a choice. We have to live with our choices. I guess uh, there's, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll check out soon and we'll say, well, he, his choice, he died. Um, yeah. And then they get, they get a cartoon, the occupied Democrats of a guy with like 700 tubes coming out of him and the ventilator saying, okay, ready for the vaccine now. Yeah. I think that's probably the case. Sometimes when they're on the ventilator and they're ready to die, they probably think I should have got the jab because you know, they're going to die, but this guy's already reached that point. I don't think you're going to convince them, but all right, let's get to the, uh, we have real life examples of these people who are ready to dance on his grave. We have people who are so pro-vax, just so fanatically pro-vax and anti, anti-vaxxers. These are the ones, you know, like, uh, like Neil Young, who wants to <laughs> says it's either Joe Rogan or me. Right. I mean, people have lost their minds. These are ordinary men who become fanatics who become lunatics and you know what i'm talking about if you're on uh, social media but we had a couple of good ones in the last couple of days i think we should start with the ladies the old uh, i was going to say the ladies on the view because i you know they kind of remind me of the ladies on the view yeah shrieking banshee yeah of course <laughs> the ladies on the view hate anything anyone that disagrees with you know vaccines or the masks they just flip out whether it's a uh, you know neil gorsuch not wearing a mask or whatever that they just go nuts so these pre these ladies probably watch the view you wonder who gets their info from the view we got a couple of examples found them <clears throat> these are a couple of older women on an elevator with a younger black guy <laughs> who doesn't have a mask on and my this could be my favorite one because they literally say you can you'll hear it black lives matter they chant it <laughs> Then they start hitting the guy. They start hitting him. This is such a good example of the mass formation psychosis. Can you imagine either of these women, and maybe they're a little nutty, hitting another human being over anything else? I mean, the guy could have, whatever, done anything to annoy them in the in pre-COVID, and they wouldn't start swinging. You know, <laughs> they literally start hitting him and trying to push him off the elevator. Because somebody out there, and I'm going to blame it on The View, but it could have been, you know, CNN. It could have been Dr. Leanna Wynn. It could have been Sandeg Gupta. Somebody convinced them that an unmasked person, a young, healthy man on an elevator, is a threat to them. I don't know who convinced them of this nonsense, but somebody did, and they lose their minds. And they're not alone. There's a lot of people who are this nutty. They just happen to catch these two. Is it two? There's two women, right? Two women, yes. Two women and one guy with the camera. Yes. But listen to these nut jobs. Get out. Get out. You stop. Get out. What are you guys doing? Get out. What are you guys doing? What's wrong with you? Don't touch me. Don't you have to touch me? Get out. Don't touch me. I'm not touching you. Oh, did you just hit me? Did you just hit me? You just hit me. You just hit me. You too? I'm not touching you. 
Yo, this is great. Wow. Black Lives Matter. Yo, they try to push him out of the elevator. Now, these women don't look, I don't know, like, like brain dead. Why do they think this young guy, black, white, doesn't matter? is a threat to them to the point where they will hit him. Yep, they were told if uh, someone doesn't have a mask around you, they're trying to kill you. But if this were, I, I guess you're right. So what are they thinking? Like he's breathing the virus and it will go sneak around their mask. Yes. Into their lungs. Right. But they have a mask, but it doesn't work to protect them. It's like the vaccinated people who say, I'm fully vaccinated and boosted, but it doesn't work. So you have to get vaccinated. Yeah. Even though it doesn't work. This is just a paper mask. This isn't a N95 or anything. Oh, really? Um, it's not a snug fit. Uh, you can it, see their right. Aren't they kind of slipping off because these women are like going at them? Yeah, hers is, her, just... is off her nose. Um, she looks a little Elizabeth Warren-y. It's tough to tell when you got the mask on. But, oh, yes, but like, they, like they all do. Brown, they all do. Uh, super <laughs> angry. Um, but it is these, these, these women have lost their goddamn minds. I mean, you, you assault someone. You, he, she, like, the video is crazy because she hits them with her phone. She smacks him with her phone. I mean that—that that is assault. Like that's what uh, if he punched him back and just laid them out? What I, would happen? I mean, if if he used force <laughs> I, to remove them from the situation, he would absolutely be in the right morally, I believe. But the optics wouldn't be good. It's—I'm really glad he kept his cool. They, they deserve to be arrested. That guy, he handled it well. He just said, uh, "You can't do that. You, you can't, can't do that." Me. Yeah, and then but the, and then then chanting "Black Lives Matter." How, <laughs> What type of cognitive dissonance are we working with here? Black Lives Matter as she as she beats a black man? I don't like brain where I don't get it. I don't understand. Lost her mind. I'm, 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 hold on, I'm gonna grab the book. Hang on. All right, you grab the book. But this is I when I saw this, this is it is one of the most unbelievable things that I've seen this year. And I feel like this keeps happening. Unbelievable. Here's here's from my our many viewers. Here it is. It's oh, yeah. uh, extra it's ordinary men. And it says uh, the reserve police battalion and the final solution in Poland. These were guys, these weren't hardcore SS. They were recruited into the reserve police battalion, but their job soon became uh, killing, you know, killing, literally lining them up, women, children, Jewish people, lining them up in front of big uh, pits and shooting them in the head. And if they ran, they had to chase them down and kill them. That was the job of these ordinary men who became monsters. They were, uh, just recruited into the police force during the war, middle-aged working-class men who committed atrocities. Um, and you wondered, I still wonder, whenever you watch a story or movie or book about you know, Nazi Germany, you say, how did they get so many people to go along with the worst, one of the worst atrocities in human history? And again, I'm not making the comparison, but I do wonder, when I see this, I say, how did they get to that point? It's the same mental illness. It's divide them and then dehumanize the other one. I mean, she just used violence. There's not that, it's not that far from using violence, hitting somebody with an object and, and, uh, and, and killing them. It's not that and far removed. Why can't they just say, sir, could you put a mask on, please? Or could you, why can't they wait for the next elevator, That's by the That's the other way? question. Yeah, no, Why does no he have to wait for the next elevator? Yeah. Um, and you know, and what if he, you know, says I'm, I tested ten minutes ago. You know, I, I'm, I don't have COVID, or I already have it. I had the antibodies. I'm good. 
Why? Why is it the reaction is you don't have a stupid paper mask? You're not. You're not part and, of our cult. You're not part uh, of our cult. You're the other. So we get to attack you. And how did we reach the point where people, normal, rational, well, I should say, just reasonable people, think a little piece of paper over your mouth is somehow stopping this These virus? Are, I'm, we already reached that. Didn't we always already understand that it's not no, stopping? Their identity collapses if they take the mask off because it's the signal of the group that they're in. So no, this will this will shatter their uh, their self-esteem they'll right. they, they won't be able to function anymore if they take that mask well, off before we get to the next uh mask lunatic yeah uh, this made me laugh this morning there's a story the daily caller has it in dc mm. you again I, I hesitate to say peak COVID insanity because we see something new every day in dc they're requiring strippers to wear masks i, saw that. I know i know <laughs> body fluid everywhere bad, just bad news for hunter biden the strippers at your favorite places can go buck naked, but they get a couple. You know, this is good news for women with really nice bodies, but maybe you know bad teeth, yeah, or a, you know oh, crooked right. nose or something. They can wear the mask and look like tens, and and pretty soon Hunter will be asking them if they want to you know hook up in the back room. But that must be hilarious. You go in a strip joint and you got to wear a mask, and then the strippers have to wear masks. And they're, they're, uh, but let's get to this other one. We this was from Sun, I believe Sunday. A lot of anti-mandate, not anti-vax, but anti-mandate protests around the country, around the world. In fact, huge ones in Europe. There was a pretty good one in Boston in the North End. There was a big one in D.C. And these are just people. And again, we've talked about them every day cops, firemen, first responders, and their supporters who are fighting for their jobs yep. because they were working during peak COVID. They got COVID. They got better. They got natural immunity. They don't think they should be fired. Any reasonable person, you know who thinks they should be fired? Those two lunatics on the <laughs> elevator. That's right. That, you know who else? The nurse that says this dummy should just die. Those are the people who want to fire cops and firemen. Otherwise, otherwise reasonable people say this is crazy. That's why these protests are working because people's their hearts are in it. It's not some stupid, phony climate change thing. These are people fighting for their careers because they are being unfairly fired, singled out and fired. So they're, 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 these are real protests, and these people have real passion. But so do these lunatics on the other side. There's a man, and, and you just picture it. They're on the side of the road. They have signs saying, you know, don't fire us, and, you know, and, yeah. anti-mandate. A woman, a complete lunatic, and I liked your word earlier, Elizabeth Warreny. They're all yes. Elizabeth Warreny. These people who believe in any measure to crush, to crack down on people who aren't master vaxxed or anti-mandate. They want every restriction in the book, and they never want to give them up. They want to wear masks in the in in the shower, to wear them to bed, wear them for the rest of their lives, and they will but that's not good enough. They want you to do it too. So this woman pulls over in a van and gets out and just loses her mind on these anti-mandate people. And they start laughing at her, by the way. But this is this is who we're dealing with when we're trying to get, get through COVID, get through this mask craziness and get back to normal. This is the people who aren't going to allow it. Let's listen to this Elizabeth Warreny lady.
it's, it's, sorry, it goes on for like another minute. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's just standing in the road, literally pulls Who? over, gets out, and just loses it. People don't like. Why do people not have jobs? Like people need to work. People need to go to work and spend their time doing something productive, not have t- enough time on their hands to drive in their hippie van to go scream obscenities at, at people. Like I, I don't get, I don't get this. This right. This is a hippie van. It's got like handprints on the side, and uh, I heard Matt Walsh described as. That's where her victims, she's like a mass murderer, serial killer, yes. and they're all in the van trying to get out. I would put nothing past her. She's going to go home to, I think, maybe a husband and kids, and these kids are going to be raised by this lunatic? Yeah. And we think we're going to get beyond this, and, and we're going to put COVID behind us? How is that possible with people like this? Not happening. It just seems frightening. All right. We got a couple more things to get to. The, the Hall of Fame. I have my thoughts. David Ortiz is in. Clemens Bonds. <laughs> A-Rod, out, chilling, out. Uh, maybe you can explain it to me, Karan. I know you're a big baseball Hall of Fame guy. Sure. And uh, Peter Dinklage doesn't want dwarfs uh, cast in movies, which is, I'm not sure Peter thought this one through, but we can uh, play that sound and uh, tell you more about that. But uh, let me tell you, am I doing, uh, what am I doing here, Karana, before paint we move life, on? Paint your life, empty hearing it. All right, paint your life. I love this. I love paint your life. Paint your life. Making new memories in a new world. Well, now we can get out. You can go on vacation. You can take trips, unless you're that nut lady. lady. (laughs) You can get together with your family and do things. You can celebrate holidays. Well, here's a way to uh, make those times memorable. Make them last forever. Paintyourlife.com. When I heard about paint your life, I thought, what a great idea for a gift. I need one of those. My wife's birthday's coming up. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. This is a great idea. And I, you know, it's not that expensive. You first hear about it, you say it must be a must cost a fortune. Not so. You can get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price, or you can combine a couple of photos or places you love into one painting. You choose from a team of world-class artists. Is Hunter Biden on this? I want to choose Hunter. And he could do his little blow blow art. He's going to do little finger paintings. I don't think he is. They have real good artists. They love Hunter Biden. You work with the artists until every detail is perfect. User-friendly platform makes it easy to order a custom-made, hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes. It's fast. You can re- receive your portrait in two weeks. You send any picture, picture yourself, your kids, a certain place, the beach, wherever you are. You send that in. It makes the perfect birthday, anniversary, or wedding gift meaningful, personal, and it can be cherished for ever uh at paintyourlife.com there's no risk this is the best part if you don't love the final painting you get your money back guaranteed and right now is a limited time offer limited time offer you get 20 percent off your painting that's right 20 percent off and free shipping to get the special offer text the word jerry to 64,000. that's jerry to 64,000. paint your life celebrate the moments that matter most I do have trouble, trouble. Is anyone in your family? It doesn't have to be you. It could be mom, dad, could be whatever. Husband, wife had trouble hearing. They say, turn the TV up or they ask you to repeat yourself uh, at dinner, you know, because there's a little noise. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't hear. Blah, blah, blah. And you go, you wonder uh, about hearing aids. And you think they cost too much. They're too much trouble. Well, we have a solution for that. Did you know nine out of 10 people still buy hearing aids from clinics and pay $5,000? I didn't even know that was, they cost that much, but. I got a solution for you. We got a much more affordable option. You can check out MD Hearing Aid. MD Hearing Aid is an FDA-registered rechargeable hearing aid that costs a fraction of what typical hearing aids cost. Hearing aids require clinical 
clinic-level care for the best results. Clinic-level care comes from licensed hearing professionals. MD Hearing Aid brings clinic-level care right to you via telemedicine from doctors and licensed hearing professionals. MDA Hearing Aid was uh, founded by an ENT surgeon who saw many of his patients needed hearing aids but couldn't afford them. He made it his mission to develop a quality hearing aid that anybody could afford. Uh, if you forget to take your hearing aids off in the shower, think about this. Don't worry about it. The Volt Plus, MD Hearing Aid Volt Plus, is water-resistant in up to three feet of water. Plus, it's rechargeable with a battery life that lasts up to 30 hours. MD Hearing Aid has brought affordable hearing to over 600,000 satisfied customers. Plus, they offer a 40-day, 45-day risk-free trial with a 100% money-back guaranteed so you can buy with confidence. So get clinic-level care for 80% less with MD Hearing Aid. Go to mdhearingaid.com. Use promo code JERRY to get their buy one, get one for $299.99 each when you buy a pair. Plus, they're adding a free extra charging case, a $100 value just for listeners of the Jerry Callahan Show. So head to mdhearingaid.com. Use promo code JERRY and get their buy one, get one for $299.99 each when you buy a pair deal. All right, David Ortiz is in the Hall of Fame. We talked about this yesterday. I feel like I've talked about this for half my life, but um, there are still people out there who don't think cheaters, don't think steroid guys belong in the Hall of Fame. I respect that. I felt that way. I lived through the, you know, the summer of 94. I lived through the Sosa, you know, hitting 600 home runs and McGuire hitting 70. I lived through... Uh, you know, Bonds rewriting the record book, clearly on the juice. Clemens, clearly on the juice. They, you know, again, they they, they don't deserve uh, a break here. They Again, I say it all the time. They, they get to keep all the money they made while cheating. They, they get to keep the records. I mean, Bonds in the record book with 762 home runs, although most people don't know that because they still think of, uh, Henry Aaron with 755 is the home run champ, as I do. Anyway, they've been kept out of the Hall of Fame. They've been on the ballot for 10 years. Bonds, Clemens, and even better examples would be uh, Manny Ramirez being kept oh, out sure, or yeah. uh, Sammy Sosa. Uh, um, I'm looking right now. Just uh, let me see. Find a good steroid guy. Uh, Sosa, 73 votes. 73 votes out of 394. Sammy Sosa hit 609 home runs. To put that in perspective, uh, Jim Rice, and I think lots of people would agree, uh, Rice is a Hall of Famer. Red Sox fans certainly would agree. Jim Rice hit 382. Yeah. This guy hit 609. Doubled 609 it. home runs, and he is, not, and he doesn't even come close. So it, it's, it's not just a handful of old crotchety, you know, Dan Shaughnessy types. He got 73 out of 394 votes. Nothing. 320 people. Voted against Sammy Sosa, who hit 60 home runs three times, who is number nine all time in Major League Baseball. Omar Vizquel got more votes. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, and uh, I mean, he, he's literally ninth all time. He's top 10 all time. Yeah. And ahead of him, by the way, uh, uh, Alex Rodriguez, uh, Barry Bonds, they're ahead of him, of course. But, you know, as if you're going to say, and I heard this all night and this morning. I happen to be watching uh, Morning Joe. I like to check in on the Lunatic Fringe occasionally. They got the little panel with Mike Barnacle and a bunch of other guys. And they're all ranting about how wrong this is. How do you keep Clemens and Bonds out? 
I have no problem with keeping Clemens and Bonds out. No. What I have a problem with is the inconsistency. Exactly. And I know David Ortiz is a much better guy. I've been around the three of them. Trust me. I spent a week chasing Barry Bonds just to talk to him for five minutes, and he blew me off. And I didn't care because he was such a dick, but uh, his father talked to me and his teammates and his manager, Dusty Baker, were great. And I wrote a story um, and I didn't need him, but he, he was just a jerk to everybody. And, you know, he's smacked his wife around or his girlfriend. I mean, he's just an awful guy. Yeah. Clemens has his issues. So I could see people saying, I don't like him. I'm not going to vote for him. But you're going to vote for David O'Shea just because he's a good guy? That's what happened here. That is exactly Let's what happened. Honest. And then you got idiots like Jason uh, Mastrodonato in his article. He kills Bonds and Clemens, but no mention of Ortiz. Now, you, really? to your point, no problem killing Bonds. The domestic abuse stuff, you can use that clause there. But if you're, if you're, saying, if you're saying steroids and you got Clemens, you're killing Clemens, you have to kill Ortiz too. There's no, I don't, I don't know of any domestic abuse or any other infractions that Clemens did besides being a steroid user. Maybe I'm missing yeah. it. I don't know it. So to me, Clemens and Ortiz are the same. Like you, if you put one in, you can't put in the other. I have so many questions. Bonds got 260 votes, 66%. Yes. Comes up short, well short in his final year. Clemens got 257. So three people voted for Bonds, but not Clemens. How does that work? I, mean, I don't. Bonds is a seven-time MVP. Clemens is a seven-time Cy, Cy Young and a one-time MVP. Right. I mean, either they're both in or they're not in. But here's my problem is Ortiz is in, he's celebrated, everyone says it's wonderful. Ortiz flunked a drug test. Exactly. Ortiz, and, and again, uh, we got to mention Dan Shaughnessy because he gets killed by lots of people, lots of homers and fanboys just hate him. Not I, I, I didn't even know this. I didn't even know this. Clemens, I mean, Bond, David Ortiz in 2009 hit 238. He went a long stretch with no home runs and almost got released. Uh, he bounces back. In 2016, when he was 40, and I've talked about his numbers, they're off the charts, but I never knew this. His exit velocity, which is a big yeah, metric these days, was in the top 2% in Major League Baseball when he was 40 yeah. and not exactly, you know, Tom Brady when it comes to no, health and fitness. And, well, I mean, he, he was clearly juicing at points of his career. He flunked the same test that Sosa flunked and Manny flunked. And A-Rod flunked the, you know, 2003 sample test, what they call. Um, and then everyone said, oh, they, I don't know, made excuses yeah. for did, him. Did Clemens flunk a test? No. Uh, Clemens was, and Bonds did the, not flunk was, a test. It was just but the there Balco, was so much, just the There wasn't thing. really testing. And they there was so much evidence against both of them. In fact, Bonds admitted to taking the cream in the clear, yes. saying he didn't know it was steroids. But we is, know that Ortiz failed a test. We know that. We, we know it. And, and the, uh, you know, the, we used to, look at numbers and say those numbers look suspicious as Shaughnessy points out in a column today the numbers are i mean when you're 40 years old that used to be well past the prime especially for big burly sluggers guys like cecil fielder they sure. didn't last beyond whatever 32 33 at 40 david ortiz hit 48 home runs in 127 rbi and led uh, the american league in slugging ops homers over rbi over that's thousand. yeah if he weren't a nice guy, if he were a jerk, if he were Jim Rice or Barry Bonds, there's no way this no. guy gets in the Hall of Fame. They just lump him in with the other steroid guys. You can't vote for, for Ortiz and not Bonds, Clemens. And by the way, not Sosa McGuire, Palmero. Yeah. You know, Palmero hit 500 home runs he and did. he's just an afterthought. Let me see. Is he even still in the – no, I think he's off no, the he's, ballot. Uh, no, he's not on the ballot. He's, he's off the ballot, but uh, – 
I, I mean, I guess you can do what you want. It's, you know, your own discretion. But to me, it just makes no sense at all. Either you vote for him, you're not. 569 home runs for Palmaro. He's right. off the ballot. How about this one? Alex Rodriguez, 696 home runs. By far the best all-around player on the ballot. He got 34% of the vote. <laughs> yeah, he's not getting in. He got 34% of the vote, and he was a much better player than David Ortiz. He was. Now, he flunked a million tests. He got suspended. He was involved in uh, whatever that, uh, the Bal- not the Balco, the, the, the scandal in Florida right? Uh, with the nine guys. I mean, he, he was you know, per- perhaps the most prolific cheater of them all, although his head never swelled up like Bonds. Uh, but again, the argument I hear today and last night is you can't have a Hall of Fame without Bonds and Clemens. They're two of the all-time greats. Well, of course, but we know why they're being kept out. And they're being kept out for the same reason, it should be, that Sosa and McGuire and Manny and well, that, Manny's uh, the good comp. Palmero are kept out. Same Ma- reason. Manny's a great comp because Manny's a better hitter on the same team. Uh, he's a better player, better hitter, and uh, and he, he there's no he has no shot. He'll, and the only Let's difference see. is because he got twenty eight point nine percent correct. And 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 the only difference between him and Ortiz is he's I mean he's an ass. He definitely pushed down. Was that Jack uh, the guy? Oh, he's, the, he's, terrible he's, he's guy. not a terrible good guy. guy. But and the but really the only difference is he got caught like later on in his career as opposed to early in his career. Like, he, like Ortiz. I think he might have got caught the most. I, I mean, think he's he was such three an idiot. He didn't, four I mean, these other guys there. are smart. You know, smart know how to do it. Yeah. And he was such an idiot. He flunked, I think, three times, suspended. I mean, just an yeah. idiot. And he hit 555 home runs, though. Uh, 15th all-time. Absolute great, great, great hitter. hitter. Better yeah. hitter than David Ortiz. Absolutely. In, I, I mean, again, he's being kept out because of steroids. And he's being kept out by 66% of the voters. And I'm fine with that. Keep them all out. Keep they all off. cheated. I just don't get the logic. I realize David Ortiz is a better guy, better but more for charity, nicer to people, just a good guy. But that is really what you're thinking when you sit down to vote. If you're a BBWA guy, you're saying, well, I know he cheated, but he was really nice to me. It's bullshit. Don't you feel petty it's when you bull- do that? Well, and it's also petty for Shaughnessy, too. Oh, he was a great player. I voted for him for the Hall of Fame five times in a row, but he's just a really mean guy on Schilling. It's like Schilling's Schilling, another story. Yeah, we'll get to Schilling, who got who was done. He's also uh, like, Bonds and Clemens, he's, this was his 10th year. Should have got it. He's, his numbers dropped. He got 231 votes, 58.6%. And again, I tweeted it. I'll say it. It's a fact. He is being kept on the Hall of Fame for a number of reasons. One, top of the list, is he didn't hate, doesn't hate Donald Trump. That 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 hurts. Doesn't hate Donald Trump. He collected World War II memorabilia. This is a fact. I know a guy. He's, he's since passed away. He was a friend of mine, Mike Shalin who didn't vote for him because he said he collected Nazi memorabilia. Yeah. He, he collects all World War II memorabilia. He donated to a World War II museum, by the way, in New Orleans, but he, I've seen it. He's got some Nazi stuff, but he's also, it's how it works. We'll, we'll cut that out. He, he's, got, he's got Nazi stuff. He's also got British. He's got Japanese. He's got American stuff. He's right. got, you know, collectibles. I, you know, he's got like, like coffee cups with, from, from the SS. And then he's got, you know, British paratrooper, you know, uniforms. That was one of his things. He was, he lost a vote, at least one, probably more than one to the hall of fame for collecting world war II memorabilia. And in the case of my friend, Dan Shaughnessy, he used to vote for him. He stopped and 
Dan admits it because of a T-shirt. Right. He wore a T-shirt mocking journalists. And when you hear people say, oh, he threatened a uh, lynch journalist, that's a lie. It was a joke. Was he doesn't like journalists. Most right-wingers don't like journalists. There was a rope, a tree, and a journalist, and he said, some assembly required. It's a joke. And again, we make jokes about certain professions. We make jokes about lawyers. We make jokes about used car salesmen. You just can't make jokes about journalists. Oh, no, nah. no, no, no. They're very nah, sensitive, they're too sensitive. But Schilling is out. Um, you know, maybe Shaughnessy predicts A-Rod will move up and eventually get in because younger voters overlook steroids. I think the people who live through it and watch the record book being rewritten by these cheaters are more likely to keep them out. Yeah. They, Ortiz, <laughs> again, it's not even, it's not close. Ortiz flunked a test, the same test that Sosa flunked, the same test that A-Rod flunked. But, I guess the lesson here, kids, is if you want to get in the Hall of Fame, be nice. Be, be nice to journalists. Don't support, you know, your president if you know he's he's orange and he's outspoken. Do not do that. Don't wear a t-shirt. Don't make fun of journalists. And if you see him, give him a hug. Give him a hug. That's what Ortiz did. Gave him a hug, and he's now a Hall of Famer. Congratulations. And he is, you know, he is a good guy. He's a, yeah. Good for him. He's Great getting player. in. But you can't, these people can't answer the question, at least not sufficiently to me, and why one guy gets in and one guy to the Sosa. 18%. 18% for a guy who had 609 home runs. Yeah. All right, let's get to Shea, and then we're going to get to Peter Dinklage before we wrap this up. Let me tell you about Shea Concrete. This is big. This is big. It's late January now, and you might be thinking about what you're going to do this spring. I got an idea for you. New precast concrete steps. Shea has a huge selection of them ready to be installed in your home if you're building a new home remodeling or replacing an old staircase she has great values with designs that will fit your home a new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home giving you much better curb appeal your neighbors are going to be jealous she will remove the old stairs and having have you walking up your new front steps in a matter of hours they can even do this when it's cold out you can sit inside and watch do nothing and you know voila you got a brand new set of steps it's not easy removing the steps replacing them but this is what shade does when they're done you'll have a great looking front new front entrance to your home that will add value this is not just an upgrade it's an investment in your home with one phone call shade will deliver a, a turnkey installation experience and in a few hours you get a brand new front entrance learn more at shakeconcrete.com also you're going to look for a job there too Shake Concrete is hiring. They're always hiring. Business is great. They're always looking for good people. They have 15 to 20 open positions now. Great career opportunities for different type, uh, all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. Shakeconcrete.com. All right, Peter Dinklage, if you don't know, I think most people know, is uh, most famous for uh, Game of Thrones. Yep. But he's also uh, has a very kind of interesting role in Elf where uh, Will Ferrell, goofy Will Ferrell, thinks he's uh, one of uh, Santa's elves and he comes across the table to fight him. In other words, Peter Dinklage, who has dwarfism, plays a dwarf and plays it well. Won lots of awards. He's a great actor. Great actor. And he's one of those guys, when he's in the scene, your eyes are drawn to him. That's a sign of a really good actor. But he's not happy. And, and it's kind of... Kind of funny. Why? It's kind of laughable. Why? He's not happy because Seven uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is a new Disney production with real people. What do they call that? Like real life? Live action. Live action movie uh, of a uh, 
of a, one a Disney of the classic. It was a cartoon, yeah. A Disney classic, a fairy tale. Yeah. And and Disney, being one of the woke comp- most woke companies you're gonna find, cast a 20-year-old Hispanic actress as Snow White. So I guess Snow White is although Snow White has dark hair, it's not like she's uh, whatever. I don't see an issue with that uh, that this woman being uh, cast as Snow White, but he does have a problem that the seven dwarves were going to be dwarfs. I'm not sure he thought this through, to be honest with you. And Disney, of course, is apologizing and promising to do better and everything else. Uh, let me get the Disney statement. He was on Mark Maron's podcast. Right. And uh, we have his comments, but we don't have, let me get the Disney reaction saying they'll do um, uh, here is a Disney spokesperson said to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated film. We're taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. We look forward to sharing more as the film heads into production after a lengthy development period. All right. What is he asking for here? Karana? Is he asking for people who aren't with, who don't have dwarfism to play dwarfs and oh. then not give the jobs? Do people who, like him, have dwarfism? I think he's just calling out the hypocrisy, maybe, of making a point uh, to be woke in one way but not in another. But I, I don't know. Do you want to listen to him? And Yeah, and, let's uh, listen to Peter Dinklage with Mark Maron. I was a little taken back by the very, very, they were very proud to cast a, a Latino actress as Snow White. Yeah. But you're still telling the story of Snow still White. Snow White, yeah. Seven Dwarfs. Still telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So maybe he's saying he doesn't want the story to be told at all. I don't know. You can't tell. <laughs> um, I mean, if you will think back to whatever, to, to Wizard of Oz or uh, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, you know, these people got jobs because they were they had dwarfism. Is his solution to not cast them, not give them jobs? I hate to break it to Peter Dinklage, but that's why he got jobs, right? Yeah. Right, so if he does want it, right, does he want less jobs? Uh, yeah, that, 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 that is a, that's a tough... I'm going to guess he, uh, I don't know, spoke before he thought. And Probably. There, there's got to be people with dwarfism saying, that would be huge to get a job in that movie, a Disney production of, of Snow White. I mean, that would be a career maker, I'm going to guess, for some actors. Now, I remember I did see part of it, too, and he, he was taking umbrage to Disney depicting the dwarves, like, living in a cave. Um, right. He so said that. I wonder. So I wonder if it's just about how they're presented. But before he sees how they're presented, it's hard to give them too much. I mean, I don't like Disney, but it's hard to give them too much crap until we know how they're going to present it. But isn't that the story? Weren't they living in a cave? I mean, it's funny. Everybody heard know. the story. <laughs> Excuse me. Sure. Their whole lives. Like, yeah. My daughter. This was her favorite movie when she was a little kid. She watched it like a hundred times, over and over and over. And I saw it many, many times. Yep. It never crossed my mind that this was, you know, stereotyping dwarfism. I mean, just amazing the things we look for now. There was a really good uh, Greg Kelly, who was my new favorite on Fox, did a whole thing about how they've removed all the black faces and minority faces from products, but they haven't touched any of the white faces. So Uncle Ben is gone. You know, Aunt Jemima is gone. Even the uh, Native American on the butter, she's gone. So. Any minority who was used as a product and is the face of a product, they're gone. Right. I mean, all of them. There's like dozens of them. But all the white characters like, uh, I don't know, Snap, Crackle, and Pop, they're still there. <laughs> so in order to, I don't know, 
They eliminate racism. They've removed all, you know, the the Uncle Ben's, and they've left all the the snap crackling pops. What sense does that make? We're gonna have little kids maybe play dwarfs, and so the dwarf guy with dwarfism can't get the job, but some little kid can. That might that's that might be what happens. I, I don't know. Uh, Disney maybe they won't make this movie now. Maybe maybe Disney will no. cancel it now. Who knows? <laughs> Imagine that we're not going to make it because of the because some of the main characters have dwarfism, and if we cast them in that role, it's what? It's racist or whatever. It's dwarfist. Dwarfist. Just these people are they? They're trying to be so open-minded, their brains fall out, and that's what happened here to Peter Dinklage. But we'll see how it goes. If I'm a dwarf. Ism, uh, if I have dwarfism and I'm an actor, I'm li- I'm literally calling up or reaching out to Peter Dinklage saying, what are you doing to us, brother? <laughs> you got a great career. We would like to, too. But we'll see what happens with that and everything else. All right, we will leave it there, Carano. <sighs> Thank you to everybody for watching, listening. Thank you to you, Carano. You are going to have an announcement tomorrow. How's that? You are going to have an announcement. We will oh, have an announcement. All right, fine. <laughs> I, uh, sure. We don't have time to to do it today but we'll do it tomorrow is that okay with you yeah it's fine oh god don't sound so freaking enthusiastic oh, i'm sorry I'm, I'm ending the stream i'm saying thank you to our people and you're talking to me at the end of the show it's a little bit difficult i'm doing nine I'm things sorry. at once uh, i'm sorry to fluster i'm sorry you, you you're a little rattled are you i'm sorry i'm not no continue we'll uh, we'll have an announcement tomorrow uh about the show about us and we'll about how we're going to be moving forward but again we will leave it there Thanks to everybody. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.